0: Off-Road Podcast.
1: Are you ready to go G.N.C.C. Racing? Fans running to the fences, side by side, Borch gets a
2: better line.
1: Once again,
0: he's going for the pass. Oh, the bumping going on. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper. With me today, as always,
1: Brandon White here, guys. What is
0: up? What's up, guys? This is our first live show. Brandon, are you nervous? Not at all. Don't look at the cameras not not going to it's just a
1: phone just a phone just a phone just a phone
0: <laughs> so we're excited to be bringing you guys our first live show on facebook on youtube and this is also going to still be on spotify just right. like always so we're excited to bring it to you guys we're excited to get started um It's gonna be the same old show. If you're on live, it might be a little bit different than normal because you're gonna see our pauses sometimes when we talk to somebody on the phone, but it's still gonna be great. So we're excited to have you guys here. Uh, Make sure you hit us up in the chat. Let us know if you have any questions. We're gonna have an awesome guest on today, Jared Bolton, uh, the junior trail boss of GNCC will be joining us later in the show. So we're excited to have him on and we're excited to do this show. So. Brandon
1: yeah what's up buddy not much man and uh, make sure you go like subscribe to YouTube I know you haven't said that yet yeah subscribe
0: to our YouTube channel if you're just on Instagram then make sure you also uh, get on Facebook and uh, uh, do that as well Um, so before we get into it we have to thank our absolute awesome sponsors first and foremost we want to thank Guts Racing they are the best seat cover seat products in the nation in the world If you need a seat cover, if you need a seat for your bike, Guts is the best. That's right. Style, performance, you can't beat it. Right, Brandon? Yep,
1: and they'll make anything for you. If you want a custom job, call them up and they'll hook you up.
0: Don't trust us. Yeah. trust people like joel hetrick trust people like thad duvall trust those guys those right. guys that uh actually put those pieces of equipment to the test <laughs> so trust those guys
1: we just try to
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> we also want to thank our awesome sponsors, seal savers thank you for coming on board and supporting this show um anything fork seals anything uh coils uh side by side four uh four wheelers atvs uh dirt bikes Mountain bikes, even you know, mm-hmm. we're really into mountain bikes yep. lately. Yep, got a little bruised rib from a mountain bike. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that okay. here in a little bit. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, you need to protect it. Uh, this time of year, you know, as well as I do, that grime is just nasty. It so, is. if you're riding, protect your equipment with. An easy fix, but it's Seal
1: Savers. And it's affordable. That's the best part.
0: And what makes it even more affordable is if you go on Seal Savers and type in the the discount code SPLITLINE with a capital S, you'll Mm -hmm. save 25% on anything that you buy from, uh, from Seal Savers. Right. And our
1: new sponsor. New sponsor. Right. Sunstar.
0: Sunstar. We are excited to bring Sunstar on gear. Sunstar Sprockets and Chains, they are the best in the business. Uh, that's all that we run. Yep. Um, they they are on all kinds of pros bikes. Um, I have the list. I don't have it right in front of me, though, but pretty Slacking. much... Pretty, know, I'm slack. <laughs> Pretty much the entire pro ATV row is yeah. running Sunstar. Yep. Uh,
1: I just put a whole not, new set of mine.
0: If they're not, they should. That's right.
1: I just put a whole new set, Chance Brockett. I was just texting uh, uh, Doug here, um, and, and I told him, I was like, I got impatient, so I just went and bought, it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> bought my own set. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, what makes it even more affordable is if you go in and type in split, capital split line 30, yep. you will save 30%. On anything from Sunstar. That's awesome. So that's yeah. awesome. So as you guys can see, this is not our studio. No, we don't have our studio done yet. It's upstairs in this garage, but uh, we're going to be get this, getting the studio done, and we're going to be getting um, getting it set up. Uh, right now, we're just kind of, you know, yeah. It out. This, this is where we've been the whole time. You the guys time. been listening.
1: So we're, it's where uh, we do it all. So we
0: got our we got our heaters set up so today. Brandon, Brandon was making sure the heaters were working. Uh, I mean,
1: they're, they're a little small. They're a little small. My sm- hands are still cold. <laughs> this garage is not
0: insulated, so said. it's it's cold. It's cold outside. Uh, so, Brandon, what have you been into lately, buddy?
1: Uh, not much, man. Just working, really. Um, getting the bike ready. Um, what, 14 days, I think, to the full Fast Sprint Duro, um, where we're going to be heading down there to North Carolina and doing that. Um, so I'm getting that stuff together, getting my boys' bike together. Um, just, just trying to get through the uh, cold weather, man. This cold weather is brutal. It, right is, now. Brutal. it is brutal. It is brutal. It's gonna be like what, eight degrees in the morning or five degrees in the morning when we wake up. It's tough, man. Yeah. Um,
0: it's really brutal. Uh, and it's supposed to be, like you said, even colder here yeah.
1: soon. Um,
0: so, what, we, what about you? So, I went to snowshoe this past weekend, and uh, we did some a little bit of snowboarding. Nice. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. It wasn't the Gene C. at Snowshoe, but it was fun. We right. had a really good time. Uh, the family went up there. We did some skiing, some snowboarding,
1: and um, it was a really good time. You didn't go to Howard's Hole, just uh, mem- you know, just. Kind I of was like- looking in there.
0: I was looking as we were going up the chairlift, but uh, no, no, that place is. Uh,
1: you mean there wasn't a couple uh, mud fleas still hanging there around? I saw
0: some still still straggling out of the Howard's Hole. Yes, uh, that's yes, scary. That, that yeah, it was kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, we're talking about mountain bikes earlier. Um, so I've been running the Maxxis tires on my mountain bike, mm-hmm. um, tubeless tires oh. on a non-tubeless rim running some duct tape in the middle. Sounds about right yeah, for you. Yeah, sounds about right, right? <laughs> uh, so I had a blowout the other day, um, and that ground's really hard right now. Mm-hmm. And I took a little, took a little dinger to the, oh. to the ribs and, uh, have some sore
1: ribs, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. So those are the ones from football that you, uh cracked or uh,
0: probably. probably 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 yeah, yeah. i remember that so if i had a line that would block for
1: me yeah right it's a good <laughs> thing i wasn't <laughs> on there right
0: <laughs> yeah fair, yeah fair enough fair point oh, so um brandon let's get right into fantasy
1: yeah yeah i mean it was i'll tell you what man supercross was crazy oh, fantasy's man. crazy the racing is amazing it uh, is amazing.
0: We have what three weekends, three different winners. The points leader doesn't even have doesn't a win, hasn't even let it let a lap, lap yeah. hasn't even let a lap. Right. Uh, we have like five guys within three points of the lead um, yeah. in the 450. So it's it's wide open. Yeah.
1: So that that makes fantasy even more tough because you just don't know. Yeah, okay? you don't you know. You just don't know.
0: You don't know. You don't know what you're going to get into. Uh, it, it's it's crazy, but right. uh, uh, I mean. It makes fantasy tough. Somehow, somehow, guys on our fantasy are scoring like astronomical right. points. Uh, Mason uh, every <laughs> every week, week in and week out, are scoring you know, great points. I'm barely able to get over 200 every single week.
1: So, you know, I was like, I keep thinking to myself because I've only, I've never got eight guys in yet. Mm-hmm. In the last year rounds, so I've only been seven. And then, like sometimes, so I'm scoring pretty good with only seven guys. If I can just get that eighth pick down, you know, I used right to there. never
0: have a problem. I'm having a problem on mic right now. Yeah, <laughs> I used to <laughs> never have a problem getting eight guys in, uh-huh. but now it seems like that's the biggest struggle is to get the eight guys in. It is. I mean,
1: I, I took a really big risk with Derek Kelly. You know, uh, everybody's like, "Oh man, Derek Kelly, Derek Kelly, don't pick him." He's and I was like, "You know what? I'm rolling the dice. You roll, you to roll the dice and sometimes. It, it paid off." It paid off finally. Yeah,
0: I but, mean, see, I thought I picked a, uh, I thought I picked a really conservative right. team this week, and it just didn't pay off. Right, it didn't pay off. So, <laughs> it's like, I what mean, do you do? What do you do? You got, uh-huh. you got to play the game. Get back
1: to the drawing so, board. Uh,
0: let's just talk about the. Uh, um, the Pulp and Fantasy right now. So right now the league is just stronger than ever. Thank you all for joining the league this year. We have almost 50 people in the league, uh, so that's exciting. That's exciting to have all these guys in here. Um, it's making the t- the competition definitely stiffer. Um, but for for this week, Kyler Murray, Kyler, Kyler Murray. Remember Kyler Murray? I remember Kyler Murray. Man, he's he's uh, out of the playoffs, so he's <laughs> taking. Uh, he took.
1: He took, like a. He's like, I
0: need, I need to make an extra from the playoffs so I can focus on my fantasy football league. Right. Uh, he scored two hundred and eighty-one points this week. Insane, insane, insane. insane. It is. Uh, so, t- so he took the win. Walker Taylor took second. Dark side yeah. from Palpamax. Yeah. Yep, he took third. Uh, Justin, Gro- is that Justin Groff? Did he change his name?
1: What is it? Is it Jay Groff? Jay Groff. Yeah, that's him.
0: Huh. Okay, he must have changed his name. He Wasn't it something
1: else? He needed something to rebound from. If that's yeah, it. he finished
0: fourth. <laughs> uh, Hammer five one two finished fifth. Let's go, Brandon. Finished sixth. <laughs> Chase Boo 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 Bear finished seventh, and Brandon finished eighth. Right. Mason finished ninth, and it's a rough week. Jason Ellis finished uh, finished tenth. So for the overall points, I'm not going to read all top ten, but uh, Mason Mason Mill Mill uh, Seal Saver, uh, he's in first place. Kyler is in second. Uh, B Bot's in third. Marty sealsavers in, in is tied for third. Let's go, Brandon, in fifth, and Brandon Whitehair. That's
1: right. Brandon Whitehair in I'm sixth. I'm bringing the game. I'm, like, in 13th, you know. so it's I'm tough. Tomac right now. I'm just, like, hanging back there, waiting to strike to get my first win. Yeah, we'll exactly. Get into that in a exactly.
0: It doesn't matter if you win, if everybody right. else you know, finishes first and then 30th.
1: Right. So, you know. So, over on the Rocky Mountain side, I know you don't like it. It is what it is. How did I do? Terrible. Like usual. <laughs> Um, but we have a new we have a new leader this week. Uh, Hugh seven ten is in first with uh, TM or T McNabb in second. Ronnie B one o nine in third. Wade Walton in fourth and Gabe Walton in fifth. And then Justin Groff six sixty is in sixth. And we're gonna scroll down to I'm in fourteenth in this league. It's terrible. You can stop there. I don't even want to know
0: where.
1: Uh, hold on. I'm still scrolling. Still scrolling <laughs> to find you, right? Thank
0: you guys for joining us and playing these games with us. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Eighteenth. Eighteenth. Yeah. So okay, speaking of fantasy, do you wanna do you wanna talk about this a little bit? We don't Do, about, we, we, do about we wanna hold off on this? On the what? Fantasy. It don't matter. Uh, we can we can So guys, we're wanting to create a oh, GNCC fantasy. That fantasy. That oh, fantasy. That okay. fantasy. I know you guys are probably excited. Um, we don't have the app. We don't have the... We don't the, have the no site. We don't have the site. Nothing. We have nothing to do it but just hopes and visions we, and dreams.
1: We have a... Me and, me and you have worked it out to we where... We actually played we think, last year. We, yeah, we did a couple rounds and see how it played out. Mm-hmm. And it seemed to be pretty good. Yeah.
0: So, we're in works of actually possibly getting a website up and running mm-hmm. and and possibly having somebody help us because neither one of us are smart enough to make it happen Not on the computer issue, size. Yeah. But we want to know, how, we, we know how we want it to run. Right. So here's what we're looking into doing this season. And if you guys are interested... Can we
1: get a patent real quick before we announce this? Yeah, patent. <laughs> Split line off road patent.
0: It, we have this video as a patent.
1: There it, is, go. it is a patent.
0: <laughs> so... Uh, what we're in, what we would like for you guys to do is, if you are interested, DM us on Instagram. Let us know you're interested in playing, and it's going to be kind of old school. If you played fantasy football back in high school in <laughs> like in, in 2002, you
1: got to show up with a with a list and a, you know. Basically,
0: what I'm going to do is, we're going to create a spreadsheet yeah. and we're going to play the game, and it's going to be very similar to Pulp and mm-hmm. uh, It's going to be different with how we do stuff, but it is going to be similar to Pulp and Mex. So what we're going to do is I think we're going to basically do it by hand. Yeah. And uh, we might have to do like an honor system. Um, We might cut it off at 20 people or something like that just to make it manageable for (laughs) us to do by hand. Um, And and, and this, we're going to use this year as like a trial run. Yeah. And really kind of like um, dial in what we want and what we don't want for the for the fantasy site when it comes out. Uh, hopefully, if it comes out. If it comes out. <laughs> hopefully, we'll be able to bring it to you in 2023. So let us know what you guys think. Um,
1: if you guys are interested in it, I mean, we're, what we're trying to do is we're, we're really going to try to get XC1, xe 2 completely involved, both sides, bike and quad. Just yes. to let everybody know. It's yes. not just bikes or not just quads. It's going to take a bike and quad team to make this work.
0: Yes, yes. And so we're going to do it based off of overalls. Um, uh, You're probably going to end up picking teams from XC1, XC2, um, and we will have... Uh, handicaps based off of overalls, uh, overall finishes, Mm -hmm. uh, basically, uh, Hey, thanks guys for, uh, commenting on the live, whether you're on YouTube or Facebook. I don't know if the YouTube's up and working yet or not. Um, it's kind of weird how that thing works. You have to be on it for more than 24 hours or something for like that to work. But, uh, Toby Hughes and Walker Taylor, thank you guys for commenting. If you guys, any questions, uh, like I said, we're going to be having Jared Bolton on here soon. Um, Have any questions for him?
1: Yeah. Shoot us us over and we'll
0: we'll ask him. So, uh, with that being said, um, do we get Jared on? Yeah, we get Jared on. Okay, so, uh, so here's how this is going to work. Uh... Here's how this is going to work guys So we're going to go off air You're still going to be able to see us Just for a couple minutes We're going to get Jared on the phone And then we're going to come back on And we're going to keep rolling Yep. So just hang tight with us Can Uh, we
1: play music or anything for him? Yeah. Hey,
0: hey, thank you Walker Thank you Walker Taylor Ask Brandon What happened to Craig's perfect season? Thank you for reminding me for that
1: Listen, Hunter Lawrence That's what happened Cut him off him off.
0: S- somebody here, you know, somebody in this room
1: said he's going to go down on the first <laughs> turn. Listen, the, if, did you watch that? Did you watch him come back? I, watched, I didn't he, say he wouldn't come if back. If he doesn't get taken out in the first turn, no one even comes close to him. But, you are
0: literally precisely what I, know, I said last I
1: know. Week. I'm just saying. But he still got on the podium. He still made it work. <laughs> I lost. I understand. And before
0: but, we get off the, the Supercross topic, there's been something I've been wanting to mention, and I keep forgetting it. How amazing is Vince Friese in the 250 class? <laughs> oh, it yeah. is just pure... It's like real housewives of Supercross. Is it not? You know it's what, amazing. You know what's I funny, it. though?
1: It's like everybody's giving Christian Craig crap for being really old in the class, but then <laughs> Vince Freezy just, I don't
0: understand how he drops down. He,
1: well, they made a new rule. You weren't supposed to, but yeah. they made some kind of rule, and he met that rule, of course, and um, that's how he's down there. But everybody's like giving crap for uh, Christian Craig for being in 250, and here comes Vince Freeze and no one says anything about the age for him, but yeah, it's funny.
0: It's, it's, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I enjoy him being there, um, and I have no problem with any of the moves he makes. It's, it's, it's hilarious, and it's fun to watch. Hot,
1: hot topic on SX. Uh, um, AC is out for the season. AC is out for the season. That's a bummer, man. I, I, I hate
0: to see that. Yeah. Um. You know, AC is just a life of, of, of
1: yeah. the party. He knew it was coming.
0: Yeah, it, it, was, it, it was wasn't coming. going good. It wasn't.
1: I mean, <laughs> honestly, he, rode, he was riding really good, and he was... It, it, it's like he needs a ride right hurt more often like that because he wasn't going down he wasn't
0: overriding it yeah he wasn't yeah.
1: like washing the front or anything like that and he still looked really good yeah so yeah it,
0: it's a shame sometimes he, he seems to be very fragile uh he might need to work on putting some meat on those bones uh in the in the off season or while he's getting ready for um um motocross but it seems like in the past couple of years it's just like he's okay i'm gonna really come back in, in Supercross or mm-hmm. I'm going to really come back in Moto, in and then now the same thing again. Right. So it, it's a bummer to see because he is such a good rider and you oh, really want to see talented. You really want to see talented. that. You really want to see great things <laughs> from him and um It's probably bittersweet for him to see his buddy Chase Sexton get his first win because you know that's kind of like man that should be me. Right. You know I've been here a little bit longer than him and that should be me. I should have already got my first win because he has had the speed. Remember last year he in the first nine races he had the fastest qualifying time every single weekend.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude is so talented, so fast, and. It just needs to bulk up or something. Yeah. He <laughs> needs to put some muscle on it's or a something. A little
0: bit. A little bit would help. Yeah. A little bit would help. So, let's get Jared on the phone, guys, and we'll be right back.
1: After this message. <laughs> brief message. We'll figure this out next time. Yeah, we
0: will figure this out next time. Okay. Go ahead and try that. I, I don't know who Mike is, but I feel
2: sorry for him being shared.
0: <laughs> Mike, <laughs> Mike, is, Mike is getting the raw into the deal right here. So what So what we're doing is basically, uh, Jared, I am holding the phone up to the mic, so uh, that's how we're going to have to do this. <laughs>
2: hey, that works, and then I'll just lean in even closer to my phone. There that's we right.
0: go. There we go. Hey, Jared, thanks for coming on the show, man. We, we appreciate you being here. Uh, be, appreciate you being a part of the show. You're somebody that we've wanted to have on the show for a while now, and uh, – Uh, Here we are making it happen.
2: Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. I'm excited to come on, like I was saying a few minutes ago. Always enjoy this kind of thing, and you know, nothing better than just shooting the breeze with some people that like dirt bikes, quads, all that good stuff. these are the coolest people on the face of the planet. They're into that kind of stuff.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So those, for those of you, for those of our uh, listeners that may not know who you are and what you do, which would be kind of crazy, uh, can you give us a brief um, uh, background Background about you?
2: Yeah. So I got involved with the GNCC series back in 2010. Uh, kind of started out with the TV crew before there was ever a live TV show. And uh, I was just kind of coming to the races, doing that kind of stuff. And then I said, hey, you guys know I've helped put on some local races before, right? And uh, that, that was it. The next thing I knew, I had a staple gun in my hand, was <laughs> hanging some arrows, that kind of stuff. And i uh, been at it ever since, just kind of progressed up uh, when Barry Hawk left the company and we hired on Ryan Eccles. And Ryan and myself are the ones that actually go out and lay out the wood sections of the track. Uh, and then I get to ride sweep, and then we run some motocross races too. And I like to call myself the Swiss Army knife when it comes to that, because I'll just get thrown anywhere and everywhere there.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's one thing you do not want to do um, is go to a racetrack and say, "Hey." Yeah, man, I used to I used to do this stuff because you, somehow you'll get roped right in every time. It happened to me because I used to help with Pyramid Valley for years. Um, all the time, so yeah. to watch what you say. You definitely have to.
0: Yeah, Jared. So uh, I'm, I'm sure everybody uh, that listens to this podcast has either you know seen you out on the tracks before or or heard you give a track description. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie though. Whenever. I've been on the line, and you're giving a track description. I'm like, oh my gosh! Like, where's he at now? I can't remember where <laughs> where he said he was talking about. Uh, but like, it's deep. I-, I remember being on the track before, I'm like, oh, this is what he was talking about <laughs> after I went through the section.
2: <laughs> it, yeah, and I identify with that too because I know, like, when I've raced, uh, it's been the exact same way. Uh, I I can remember. I, I, uh, to be honest, I never raced a ton of GNCCs growing up. Uh, mainly did local races back home in North Carolina but you know do some of the closer GNCC's and you know the local races are a little bit different it's a little easier to pay attention but I can remember going to GNCC's years ago when, when Buren Hamrick was doing it you know Buren would get up there and go get over out of the five mile mark okay now guys listen <laughs> and you're like wait a minute where did he say <laughs> and, and you know I'm from North Carolina and I, I don't feel like I have near as thick an accent as, as what Buren has you know that was one of the best things of, of, about beer and doing the track description, just going, what? what's a water bore?
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I tell you what, man, it, it's a tough job that you have. And it seems like, um, uh, I mean, a lot of these tracks, I'm sure that, that you guys have your work cut out for you and everything that you guys do. It's, uh, it's, uh Hang on, I'm getting feedback. Okay, there we go. It's a lot of a lot of work, uh, you know, getting these tracks set in. And um, how challenging is it when you go to a track and and sometimes like you might have a weather situation? Are these things that you plan out uh, before you even get to the track? On like we might have to cut this section out or we might have to make a change mid race. Walk us through that. How that works?
2: Yeah, I mean we try to we try to lay it out with that kind of stuff in mind where we don't really have to take anything out in the middle of the race because nobody ever wants to do that yeah so uh you know any of the time that there's any sort of threat of adverse weather we we definitely you know we go okay let's make this uh i don't want to say as easy as possible but let's eliminate as many issues as possible so anything it's kind of a general rule anything you ride through before anybody races on it and your tires get wet, you can just go ahead and expect that to turn into a mess. <laughs> you know, if, if it's wet when you get there, just, just stay out of it. That's, uh, that, there's really no scientific way to to avoid that kind of stuff other than, you know, there's places that we've gone for years that we know, like, oh, we can go over here right now. It's good this year. Or you show up and go, ah, we better not run that section. It's, it's not going to turn out good.
1: Right. So my question is, where we go back to the same tracks every year and every year how do you guys keep finding like new new track layouts
2: uh that's the that's the hardest thing possible to be honest uh the the places we go over and over honestly we tried not the last few years we have tried really hard to not add a bunch of new trail which pains me to say honestly you know everybody loves fresh trail but mm-hmm. when you keep adding and adding and adding trail to a place you, you you end up hurting it in the long run. Whereas if you can find something that holds up really well and you can use it and clean it up right and doze it right and seal it up good for the next year, you can use the same thing for you know many years. And people don't even realize that, that they've been running that same trail for 10 or 15 years because it, if you take care of it well, when you come back, it's not all messed up and nasty and rutted up, and that—that's the biggest thing for us is just making sure when the race is over, we clean everything back up as best as possible.
1: Yeah. So you guys actually bring in like um like a little track like I don't want to say a tracko, but uh, with Bobcat and clean up. Yeah. You guys Clean up the trails. Yeah. With that. So
2: those are actually the the brand we use is, is a Sutter is the name of it Sutter Trail Dozer. There's basically two brands. There's Sutter and there's Swaco. And uh, they all started out as the same company, and I believe it was Sutter invented the machine, and they were working with Swaco to produce it, and then eventually they just split apart into two different companies. So they're, uh, they they mainly use them out west. A lot of uh, the government buys a lot of them, and actually, back at Christmas, I went riding with my dad. Uh, we went we went down to my parents' house in North Carolina for Christmas, and we actually drove. Back up, to, they call them the horse trails in southern Virginia, and uh, I come around the corner on one of those horse trails, and there's a Swaco sitting there in the middle of the trail. Here, <laughs> brand new U.S. government, uh, U.S. National Forest property. So that's kind of the only one I've ever seen out in the wild.
1: Interesting. Yeah, that's that. That, that would be kind of weird coming around a turn, and next thing you know, you see you see a piece of equipment sitting right there. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, it was it was unique. It was uh, you know, nobody was running. It was just sitting there, parked. But, you know, I'm looking at it, going, "Oh my gosh!" You know, you you don't see these things just sitting around, right?
0: Anywhere. Yeah, no, exactly. That's that's pretty awesome. Um, so, Brandon, you were talking about, uh, you know, what happens when you go to a a, a old track that you're trying to find new trail on, Jared? What do you You know, sometimes you guys end up going to new tracks. What is that like for you guys? And uh, uh, um, is that something that you enjoy uh, cutting in a brand new track that GNCC is going to use, or is that kind of like, you know, kind of more nerve wracking because you've never ran that area before?
2: Uh, It's a mix of the two, to be honest. Uh, (laughs) When you show up and you're able to create something from scratch, that that that's pretty cool. But at the same time, you're also going, oh man. You know, if this was somewhere we've ran a thousand times, we can piece together what we want, know what we want to do in advance. Whereas a new place, you really need to show up, I'd say, you know, two days sooner than what you normally would just to be able to get the lay of the land, be able to cut that stuff uh, really more than two days is what it takes. You know, we were we were in uh, some discussions with a place down south and uh, it it was going to be brand new basically there's never been a trail on that chunk of property at all. Um, unfortunately that fell apart for this year, but there is still a good chance we can make that happen for next year. So that'd be one of those deals. We'd either depend on what, if it was, you know, the first race or if we run it as the fourth round, whatever, regardless, we're going to have to spend, you know, multiple days in advance making something like that happen.
1: Yeah. So we're about what, three weeks out. So what, what do you, like, is there any setup or prep that you guys are doing right now, or you guys just uh, go in about a week before and do it all, or how does that work?
2: Yeah, so, uh, you know, a typical GNCC event, uh, sometimes we actually don't even go out and do anything until Tuesday morning before the race. Um, that's when we've got a good solid plan, or, you know, we, we're backed up with another event the weekend before or something like that. Um, but as far as the opening round, we, we like to go down, you know, Saturday or Sunday prior and start Monday and work out all our little kinks. You know, everybody, uh, it's the same for us. You know, we we hadn't been doing it all winter. So it's, it's nice to get back and uh, have an extra day to kind of get back in the groove of things. So re- realistically, that's one of the only ones we really give ourselves an extra day unless it's somewhere new.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, so uh, Brandon and I have often talked about, um, you know, you hear a lot of these guys, uh, Walker, Fowler, um, uh, a lot of the quad guys especially, they'll talk about the track style either being like old school GNCC or they'll talk about how, you know, it's more of like a faster track, like a like a GP style track. Um does that depend on the area that you're in and how much those tracks have been beaten in, or um, or or what do you like to to prepare for the riders? Uh, is it a mixture of both, or what do you, what's your take on that?
2: Well, I I really like a mix of both. Um, for for me to go out and ride, it could all be you know dirt bike single track for me, but <laughs> <laughs> you know not, not everybody likes that. So, uh, you know, we, we really like to mix it up, have a little bit of both. But, you know, there's some places that you go that it's, it, the trees grow too far apart or, you know, or too close together or whatever. So you're just going to have that faster course or you're going to have that tighter course. Um, they can't all be a Camp Coker where you go in the woods and it's kind of tight and then you get to go wide open across a field. And you go back in the woods and it's kind of tight and then you go wide open across a field again. So. <laughs> There's just, you know, places like that that have a good mix are our are, are personal favorites. But, you know, it, it really depends on the lay of the land in a lot of places.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it does. And it, now, do you guys have, um, when you're making these trails and stuff, and, and I know it came into a big play last year right before the last round, is it, do you guys like actually mark off like 30 feet from each side and then staple, staple, or, or how does that all work?
2: Uh, n- no, actually, we, uh, we kind of go through, uh, and anything that we know is gonna, you know, could become an issue that's obvious, if it could become an issue, you know, we go ahead and put up that white twine with a little pink tape on it, okay. the double-stripe placards and that kind of stuff, but what happens is, as, as the breeze weekend goes on, everybody checks out the place, you know, stuff obviously happens, stuff gets blown apart, everything like that, yeah. and, uh... Yeah, we're taking up some new initiatives this year to try to combat that as much as possible and eliminate that. Put some extra eyes out there on the racetrack, some extra experienced eyes as well. (laughs) Yeah, you know, are going to looking for that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's ever evolving.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, another thing we're talking about towards the end of the year last year. Walk us through the life of Jared Bolton on the last race of the year at Ironman. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> how how stressful was your sunday uh that day of that final that final uh dirt bike race
2: so to put things in perspective what, once everything was finally over uh to be i remember who, who came up to me and said i heard you drop an f-bomb on <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard you do that and i went huh you only heard one of them, huh? Because <laughs> there were about four or five that I'm pretty sure I, I let fly. You know, it was, uh, that that morning actually started out, I was really enjoying that, uh, you know, we split and ran, you know, two morning races. That 8 o'clock race, although it was pretty dark in the woods, I was having a lot of fun there for a little bit, going, man, this is actually coming around really good. And then it started raining, and it rained more, and it rained more, and, uh, <laughs> By the end of the 10 o'clock race, there were just, there was holes. There yeah. were ruts that had become holes of just scanning water. So, the end of the 10 o'clock race, it was like I'd get behind somebody, and I'm going, okay, great. I'll just follow this guy around. And then they go, what's the quickest way out of here? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I just go up through here. And then you get to one, and there was one guy that struggled with one of those ravines, and we finally got up out of there, and Uh, I ended up getting stuck in it behind him. He was already gone. I turned around and hit it again and made it up just fine. Finally caught back up to the guy and his bike blew up.
0: Oh, man.
2: We had spent so much time in that ravine that now I was by myself. And every person I come across from that point until the last mile or so of that course was broke down. So I rode basically eight of the 13 miles by myself, and uh, when you don't have somebody to follow, you're basically just testing all those <laughs> holes and all those ruts to see how deep they are. And I think I found uh, darn near every one of those holes that are out there on the track. Um, I'm usually pretty good about not getting stuck and stuff, but even I had to actually stop and lift my bike out of some ruts. Um, you know, water up over my boots, all of that good stuff. Uh, places where I'm getting to it, I'm going. Hey, you guys just need to cut this one out and, uh, that, that kind of stuff. And then we get to the Creek crossing. And I went across it and I go, wow, that was pulling me a little bit. And it wasn't as bad as the other ones. You know, we took some out and, uh, the two we left in that you really had no choice but to go through to get to the finish line. You know, I, I got to those and kind of said, well, we're just have to suffer through it. I mean, Hey, they, they wrote through that at Blackwater back in the days. So
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Why don't we do it
2: now? So, uh, yeah, that was that was pretty bad. And uh
0: how many mid-race changes did you actually make during the races?
2: So I I did the calculation a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, that track started out a little over 13 miles and I think the afternoon bike race was barely 8 miles.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, and actually the the end of that afternoon bike race uh it actually worked out really well that the one creek crossing got so deep that once so few people were on the track and it was safe to go backwards up the track to the finish, Jeff and Ryan actually rerouted it, took it out. And we're sending people backwards towards the finish. <laughs> so when I got there and got to them at that first creek crossing, I didn't have to ride the last mile of the track. And have never been so
0: thankful to be done riding <laughs> motorcycle of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Now, okay. Aside from, from from that mess of a race, and you guys orchestrated it, I mean flawlessly with with what you had to work with. What, uh, is, is there a a track or an area that you look forward to more than others of going to?
2: Um. For me obviously obviously Iron Man's great I mean that's the the, the location's good you know you're right by town there's anything you could ask for real close by the, the dirt's fantastic the people there are great I mean it, it's really the overall package and then for me personally uh, Camp Coker comes man such a close second to Iron Man I'm a little biased I only grew up you know a little over uh, I might be an hour and a half at the most from Camp Coker. And uh, actually rode that motocross track when it was open years ago. So that one, you know, it, it's a little tighter in places, which suits me a little better. I kind of like that type of sand. Uh, it's just a really cool place overall.
1: That's awesome, yeah. um, Brandon. So, other than uh, being a trail boss, uh, do you do you race yourself, or do you go out and ride, or do you just just uh, like doing that?
2: So I, I I do a little bit here and there. Um, I usually do the Sumter Enduro every year. Mm-hmm. Um, actually signed up again. <laughs> I'll, I'll do God some of you. the some <laughs> calls. Any CXC races. Uh, every now and then I'll get to one of Richie Nolan's Mountain State races. And I still I I hadn't had the opportunity to do it in a few years. But there for a while I always like going back home to North Carolina and going to one of the Mid East races. Yeah. Um, and I. I, I really grew up doing a lot of the North Carolina hair scramble series, and I haven't been to one of those since probably, gosh, I think 2013 was the last time I was at one, so i kind of like to get back to one of those eventually.
0: So I ran the uh, Mountain State series uh, uh, by Richie Nolan um, a couple of years ago. I ran the whole entire series, and one thing that I thought was kind of cool and unique about his series was the fact that he ran uh, the dirt bikes first. Um, so I'm I'm a quad guy and that was something that I've never encountered before um as a quad guy is going going before or I'm sorry going after the dirt bikes uh uh you know what's your thoughts on that isn't it, that's kind of a cool thing that uh that he throws into uh into his series
2: Yeah you know we actually we tried that at GNCC um 2011 and 2012 at the end of the year 2011 um, we were just had some bad races with some weather and, uh, ended up running the quads at one race out in Indiana and then canceled the bike race. So then the last race of the season that year was at Loretta Lynn's. Okay. Um, and we mm-hmm. ran bikes on Friday, quads on Saturday and bikes again on Sunday. And then the following year, uh, Loretta Lynn's was the last race of the year and in it was the same weekend as the final National Enduro of the year in Alabama. So, to give guys the opportunity to race both the GNCC and the National Enduro, we actually ran the bikes on Saturday there. And people were not thrilled with it. <laughs> I, I really thought it would be the opposite, you know, but a lot of the bike guys said, it uh, turns out I didn't like that as much as I thought I
0: would. <laughs> really? Okay, because I yep. I would have thought that you would have gotten a, a a good review from the dirt bike guys, and then maybe not so much from the quad guys. Because well, dirt bike ruts for quads—that's something completely. Uh, it's tough,
1: foreign but, and hard. <laughs> but I tell you, what's nice is the quad. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that.
2: You know, when we go out. and pick the arrows off the track, you know, trying to walk, ride a quad. In my opinion, riding a quad through bike ruts is far harder than riding a bike through quad ruts. Yeah. yeah. And I've never raced a quad a day in my life.
0: That's why uh, uh, at uh, um, the Mountain State Hair Scramble, like, I loved it, and what I really liked about it was, is that first lap of the race, um... I you got to kind of go at a slower pace, <laughs> just because you know you were able to see the track. Um, and and my my whole theory on that was is like I was like I'm just gonna make it through the first lap because by the time everybody gets through here, the second lap it's gonna be nothing but quad ruts. And that's kind of the way it was. But it was cool, you know, something like extra to navigate, uh, especially uphill climbs and everything. That way you don't drop a drop a tire in a in a in a dirt bike rut, then you're 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 stuck on a hill climb for sure. <laughs>
2: Yeah, exactly. And I I think, to to me, especially for a GNCC, I I think the quads running first actually do make a lot of sections of track a little bit better. They're they're able to, you know, kind of blow off the little sticks and, you know, depending on where you're at, if you're down south, pine needles. um, If you've never ridden on pine needles directly... um, it might as well just be hard packed slick clay with ice on it. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, you know, they, they really help in places like that. You know, I think uh, as a bike guy, I always joke and say, you know, if you could take like the first four rows of the morning quad race, and let those guys run a lap, and then go ride a bike on it. It'd be perfect.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah it would be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So uh, another question, another question that I have is: uh, back in the day when when GNCC used to race side by sides, uh, how hard was it finding enough trail, wide enough for those big beasts to to run an actual race?
2: Well, it, it started out not terribly a whole lot harder than a quad race okay because they w- didn't start out you know a whole lot wider and then as tom progressed they got bigger and they got bigger and they got, wider, and they got wider and they got faster and uh as tom went by it just got harder and harder to the point that you know some of those races we were basically running the track up stuff we use as tow roads <laughs> towing people out you know and uh, I, I just remember riding up one sweeping it one day and going this isn't even fun to me.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. but I, you know, I, I, I'm happy riding a dirt bike around in a circle in a parking lot somewhere. And I was going, "Yeah, this this ain't very fun on this."
0: Right. <laughs> so okay, on the on the flip side of, uh, of that, how how much fun is it making uh, um, uh, e mountain bike tracks track for the for the series?
2: <laughs> so we've been pretty lucky there that uh, Nick Mackey, who is kind of the only guy to challenge Charlie Mullen so uh-huh. far has been helping us with that and uh you know nick's a long-time mountain biker and does come from a motorcycle background as well and uh those are actually i don't want to say it's easy there's nothing easy about building any sort of track but
1: it's
2: far easier than anything else because you you don't have to cut a very wide trail and those guys really like tighter stuff and you know it does take a lot of ribbon it does take a lot of arrows especially you know we like to twist those and put a lot of turns in those but right. uh you know i i do a lot with the one at uh when we run it at loretta lens during the motocross and uh man that's like i, I love loretta's the race week at loretta's I, I i'm not super keen on the you know work leading up to it and that <laughs> kind of stuff but being able to go out there and do that and kind of play around in the woods definitely makes that whole Loretta's experience a lot more fun. And uh, (laughs) I'll tell you that track there, if if anybody races e-mountain bikes and haven't made it to that one, you, you really should consider making the trip to that one. I know it's a long way just to do one race and, only be involved in that, but
0: man, that place is a lot of fun on an e bike. Yeah, and it's it's so cool to see the e the e bike series grow like it has. I mean, you can just see every year, and then race by race, it just seems like you're multiplying numbers and numbers. And um, uh, that's something like you know, ten years ago, like we never even thought of. Uh, and then now, all of a sudden, it's it's not just a like, hey, we're doing this as an extra thing. It's 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 an actual um, highlight of the weekend.
2: Yeah, I mean, it is uh, basically 100% growth on the e-bike entries from its first year. Um, The first year was 2019. I I don't remember the exact numbers, but it more than doubled for 2020. And then for 2021, we were another 46% higher. So it's over 100% higher now than it was when it started.
1: Wow. That's awesome. So do you think... Um, this new Stark bike. Do you think it's ever going to make its way to the GNTC? <laughs> that
2: that's a good question. I think, uh, honestly, I, I think there is a day and time when they'll f- figure that out. But until they can make batteries last on those things, it, it's going to be a while before that <laughs> that ever happens. You know, we uh, we actually have a couple of Altas at our office, and uh, man, those things are they're, they're incredible. They are just. Total rocket ships, and it's a you know it's a shame that Alta didn't pan out, and they ended up out of business because those were excellent motorcycles, and uh, hopefully uh, hopefully the new stuff coming up is able to really uh, learn from any mistakes that Alta made, and uh, put out something that'll run more than 20 minutes
1: <laughs> right so i mean i wonder if you could almost feel like a couple batteries if you could i don't know how easy never mess with them aren't the
0: motors like the whole motor a battery like I no, you can't swap them can you
2: yeah that's like on the alters at the, the I, I don't even know exactly what the battery is on it because there's just there's so much there um but you know it very well could come to that you know there could come a day where the battery could be like you know the battery for your impact, you right. know, that's yeah, that'd be
1: awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. Co- like, come in for a GNCC pit stop. As I get gas. Just throw a battery in. Hey
0: man, I've yeah. seen, I've seen, pe- I've seen parents at the uh, at the Stasic races swapping batteries <laughs> do- during a Stasic race, with as short as those races are. So uh <laughs> I know that's uh, uh you know doable at some point if they make batteries to where they can snap in and snap out quickly.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's one of those things, you know. I, uh, I'm not a super big electric fan, but uh, to me, you know, I'm not one of those guys going, "Ah, oh, this is stupid." They just they need to get rid of it, you know. And to me, it's one of those things that, that there's there's no denying that there'll be a there'll be a day that uh, they really figure that out. It's, it's going to be cool to watch it all unfold. And uh, in my opinion, it might be even cooler than watching the whole four stroke fad unfold.
1: Yeah, I I think the biggest thing uh, for me is I'm curious to see. If they're gonna ever let them run with the gas, or if they'll make like their own class,
0: yeah, that would be. See, I'd hate. I would. I mean, I, I'm like I'm like you, Jared. I think that you know it'd be cool to have electric bikes, but I don't want them to ever take over the combustible <laughs> engines. And then you know, because
1: it's just like a Detroit muscle mu- car, you know.
0: I know that this the, <laughs> the, the sound, the sound, the smell of the races. Like you know, that's part of the that's part of the experience so
2: yeah exactly that's uh i mean that's me to a t as well i you know the, to me there's i i just don't see a possible way it could ever totally replace yeah. a you know a, a normal motor at least not in any of our lifetimes but uh <laughs> who knows nothing yeah. w-
0: nothing will ever beat after the 10 seconds call the dead silence to the just the the roar of of uh you know What's 600 engines <laughs> yeah
2: exactly i mean you know it'd be a, be a whole lot different to hear 10 seconds and then ricky throws a green flag and you hear chain slap yeah,
0: yeah exactly <laughs> so jared you know we know that you are a historian of gncc your your uh knowledge is through the roof of that uh but are you a fan of like supercross and motocross
2: yeah, you know, uh, you know, our co- our sister company is MX Sports. We run the the whole pro motocross series, and uh, I really enjoy the pro motocross races and enjoy watching Supercross. You know, I always get to watch the first few of them, and then when we get back to racing, it kind of uh, kind of peters off there a little bit. I don't get to see as much of it, but yeah, I, I'm definitely. Uh, Man, if it's got two wheels and a motor, I'll like it.
0: <laughs> the, the the 10 p.m. starts are tough after a full day's work on uh, on a GNCC track, huh?
2: Yeah, exactly. That's just a lot of times. That's that's not even possible. I'm pretty well about
0: to pass out at that point oh man it's <laughs> yeah. rough it's rough i i struggled through this past weekend uh i ca- just came back from actually from snowshoes snowboarding and uh i just got home right before the start of the race and i was already half asleep and ended up <laughs> having to watch the the rest of it the, the next morning <laughs> yeah
2: yeah well we were, we were actually lucky this past weekend my, my wife and i were out in vegas for the aim expo and, uh, <laughs> so we're actually the t- same time zone as the rain. Oh, nice.
1: Actually, yeah.
2: we're able to watch it at a, at a normal time. So oh, okay. Got, got spoiled last week and then just going to be totally ruined
1: again this week. Right. So oh yeah. So yeah. It's
0: rough. It's rough. I can't wait till they start heading East a little bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, so what do you think of this, uh, Supercross season, uh, so far?
2: I- I'll tell you so far, it's been really, th- it's been great. I think uh, you know. There's been some great racing, and uh, it's wreaked havoc on my fantasy. Pit. <laughs> oh oh
0: man. man! Are you a uh, are you Rocky Mountain guy or are you Pulp Next fantasy?
2: Uh, actually, neither. Uh, neither. Denny, Denny Stevenson, that was uh, 125 West racer back in the day. You know, great. He was you know really solid professional motocross, supercross racer. He has a website called Moto X Dream Three Hundred and Sixty. Okay, and you are actually given a cash limit.
0: Okay, I which, think I've heard of this. That's cool. Yeah,
2: yeah, and it's you know so you basically end up there's certain riders that they list as hot. You know they're they're highlighted red on the website, and if they get inside the top ten, they actually pay double points. Okay, but it's always a guy like uh, you know it's a Justin Starling or somebody like that. Um, so it's uh. It's really interesting, you know, to try to, like, make your... You pick four riders in each class, or up to four riders in each class, depending on how much money you spend. So it's really interesting to try to pick eight riders, um... With a limited budget of what you 're able to spend
0: oh that's awesome, so uh, we actually just kind of broke the news before you came on the show. Brian and I are actually brain brainstorming on how to make fantasy for g n c c uh, and wanting to try to pioneer that a little bit and start that uh, just to give like an extra thing for for guys to enjoy uh, during the race weekends and uh,
1: to ruin their weekends to
0: ruin their weekends, yeah, we want to ruin everybody's weekend.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that'd be awesome. You know, uh, actually, Jason Hooper did that. Oh God, that was—I don't even know now. That was over ten years ago. That he did it for a little bit. And uh, people really enjoyed it, so I, I think there's definitely that void that needs to be filled. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So we're we wanting to try. The, the only thing that's tough is finding somebody that's smart enough to to, to build it on
1: computers. It's so expensive.
0: It's so expensive. And as as of, as of right now, we're just uh, we're like we're going to be doing it kind of like uh, pencil and paper, uh, like old school uh, old school um, uh, fantasy football uh, <laughs> in, in a way. But until we uh, until we figure out exactly what we want and getting the uh, the website up and running
2: yeah there's there's nothing cheap about programming a website no it's
0: crazy <laughs> it's
1: absolutely crazy yeah. it, 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 it took
2: nothing taking, cheap and, and nothing makes sense about it either for a normal person no. right? that's why it's expensive
1: it, it it took a number and then it like multiplied it by five is more than I thought it was going to be <laughs> oh, yeah yeah <laughs> So, yeah, exactly. So,
0: so if you would like to uh, join in with us, we're going to try to uh, figure out a, a way to make it simple for everybody and kind of do it on a computer program, but uh, uh, kind of uh, old school, like old I school. said, <laughs> so it, but it yeah. should be, it should be fun.
2: Yeah, that'll be awesome. That's uh that's definitely a, like I said, that's a void that needs filled. <laughs> that does.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're going to try to take that on and that, that might be uh, what gives us gray hair, but uh, we're <laughs> g- we're going to try it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I can't wait to see how that works out.
0: Cool, man. So, hey, um, man, we've had you on the podcast for a while. We appreciate you being on. Before we let you go, though, we have a question that we ask each and every person that's been on the podcast for the first time, and it's probably the hardest question of the day. If you had to pick one fast food restaurant and one candy, then that's all that you could eat as far as fast food and candy goes. What would it be?
2: Oh, wow. So... If it's fast food and it was available anywhere, uh-huh. I'd go with Cookout.
1: Okay. Okay. Because
2: yeah. the problem with the problem with Cookout is, you know, like there's none up here in Morgantown,
1: no.
0: and
2: that breaks my heart
1: so
2: <laughs> bad. Uh, but if you know, if I had to go with something that's a little more broad, I'd, I'd pick Chick Fil A.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Chick Fil as pretty broad. Cookout. Uh- <laughs> and
2: then, man, candy. I don't know that that one's freaking brutal. Uh, <laughs> it it. It's a toss-up. I'd probably go Reese's Cup.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there we yeah. go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah,
2: just because, you know, you get, you get the best of both. You get the peanut butter and the chocolate. Actually, you know, maybe not necessarily the cup. It'd have to be like the, you know, when they do the trees or the pumpkins or whatever. Yeah. I, and I finally figured out why those actually are so much better than a regular Reese's Cup. So, you know, a regular Reese's Cup, you bite through that thick outer layer of chocolate before you get to the peanut butter. Yeah. Whereas the trees and all of those, you're biting straight into peanut butter.
0: Yes. Yeah. No. That's that's yeah. That's way better for sure. Uh, hey, Brandon, that computer. I, I think we're good. You good? Okay. Ooh, about lost the computer. It was dying on us. <laughs> hey. Uh, so. I eat a lot of junk, so I've thought that through
1: a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, the cookout, the cookout, we've had it a couple times in uh, Myrtle Beach down there, and yeah. it 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 would be really good in Morgantown because that's like a drunk. That's like one of those <laughs>
0: drunk yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, hungover. Exactly.
2: Like- I can't believe that they hadn't expanded. You know, like I went to the OG, the original Cookout, and I've been to the original one that you could go and sit down in. I mean, it's literally their headquarters is in the town I grew up in. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, I can't believe. Um, one day when I go to my parents' house, I'm just gonna just show up at their office one day and be like, look. <laughs> why haven't you guys built in morgantown you've gone all these other college towns why,
1: why, yeah.
0: why not yeah college towns thrive with fast food and junk like, and yeah, their yeah foods
1: like this it's like little things like you can get like a quesadilla and mozzarella oh, sticks nice. and a cheeseburger or something nice yeah and it's like greasy you know what oh, i mean yeah.
2: it's, the, it's the best deal on the planet like, you, know, you get a train or you get a, tray, you know, you get a a burger or whatever, and you get two sides and a drink for like five
0: bucks. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, it's cheap. yeah like I'm, I'm down. Said, it would be great. I'm down time. for sure. <laughs> hey, Jared, I got another question to ask you, and this one you might not be allowed to answer <laughs> if you know the answer. So GNCC posted the other day teasing that big news was coming, and then... W- nothing. Nothing. What's going on? Do you, do you know what's going on?
2: Yeah, I do, and I'm glad to share it. It's that pre-entry is open.
0: Oh! Oh! Okay. okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah I, I tested it yesterday. It works. Oh! So
1: okay. Awesome. Go sign up.
2: Yeah. Go sign so up. I know. I know. That's not the earth shattering news everybody <laughs> oh, expected, geez. but hey, it got it got everybody wondering what was going on. Brandon,
1: you know.
0: Brandon thought that it was going to be that Zach Osborne is racing the entire series. <laughs> That's what he told me last night. He's like, Zach Osborne's racing the entire series. I but mean,
1: did I, you see this video?
0: Yeah, I saw it. But but I and that made sense because I could see that happening. But I also saw where Zach Osborne is taking over Daniel the, the pit reporter job yeah. for Daniel Blair while Daniel Blair and is that it? that uh, conflicts with the GNCC GCC. schedule. So that's yeah. my that's my investigative work right there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but actually. Uh, he texted Davey Coombs a couple of weeks ago, and Davey asked me. Um, he was just questioning if he was able to ride XC2. So, Oh, really? Whether that means he's going to or not, whether that means, you know... He's going to show up at all this year, or if he, you know, just once or twice, I don't know.
1: He gets a right off. You
2: know, he's at least that thought's at least in his head about coming out at some point.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, uh, he'd be a great person to have out. And when he was out before, it was awesome. You got a lot of viewers from the Supercross world. Uh, I really. You know, Brandon and I don't get to make it to a lot of the races that are uh, far away from West Virginia, but I, I, I yeah, I really enjoyed um, watching the live feed and watching people comment on it. That that were, you know, like like Marvin Muskin was watching the uh, racer TV. Um, um, you know, uh, um, well, it's like he had Cole Jet- Sealy was watching. It's like it-
1: he had Jet Lawrence with him this weekend. Zach Osborne and Jet Lawrence yeah. they were down yeah. running that in Florida so though. it's
0: cool to see it's cool to see that crossover and you know guys that are um, in the mainstream um, of, of, of moto uh, uh, come over and, and race the GNCC and, and bring kind of like you know the moto scene that has you know some of those guys from the west coast that haven't really experienced a GNCC they watch it and like I remember seeing Cole Seely was commenting on it and was like what's this guy yelling in between every, every line that takes <laughs> off and, And uh, it's just cool to see people exposed uh, to uh, the greatness of GNCC that we get to uh, witness uh, so often.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's awesome. And, you know, those guys, Zach was a great dude, too. He's, uh, you know, I I think a lot of times motocross guys kind of get a rep, you know, from our off-road crowd of, you know, oh, moto bros, this and that. (laughs) Motocross guys aren't as nice and that. And, you know, Zach's a super good guy, you know, and obviously, you know, you look at Aaron Plessinger, he's a great guy, you know, so it, it is cool to see that crossover and realize that, hey, they're just regular dudes, too, you know, they they yeah. still love riding their bikes, even though they're doing it every weekend.
0: Yeah, and is it a coincidence that Zach Osborne, right after he ran the GNCC, he went and won the outdoor title? I don't think that's a coincidence.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. no huh? you know, I, I, I talked him up, you know, I was, he came out the high voltage i was like dude you know i I think you win this thing this year you know i'm gonna take full credit for i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs)
0: there we go there we go
2: i I think i talked to zach like twice that whole weekend and it was stuff about the track (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) so no it's it's cool to see those guys out uh uh jared it's cool to see you know everything that you do for gncc and and the cool track layouts that you make um uh one last question uh do you have a love-hate relationship with snowshoe, or how's Because it seems like the riders do. <laughs> do you have a love-hate relationship with snowshoe? <laughs>
2: uh, that that is absolutely absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's one of those places that is. It, it's such a cool place, and I, I don't know of anywhere else on the planet that has a race somewhere quite like that. Yeah. And uh, man, it's uh, it's such a beautiful place. It's a cool track. But laying it out isn't a whole lot of fun. <laughs> clean it, cleaning it up is awful. Uh, that, is, that is literally the worst place to clean up all year long. And uh, sweep riding it, riding all weekend long isn't a whole, whole lot of fun either. Right. But man, it's, it, in the long run, at the end of the day, it's well worth it.
0: Yeah. It's definitely a unique place and um you know every time that we get to go up there and experience it, I think it's something that just something to see. It really really is and 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 I think it does the black water justice with uh with the atmosphere, the the just the 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 aura that it brings around it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and my joke is always the people down at Howard's Hole are direct offsprings of the people from Route 93 River Crossing at Blackwater. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that Howard's Hole is is a special place. We we were actually just talking about when I was snowboarding. Brandon said, uh, "Did you go check out Howard's Hole?" And I said, "I I think I may have saw a few people still straggling out of there." So, <laughs>
2: yeah, probably. You know, we were spreading uh, hay on it. You know put grass seed and hay down on it I, I think there were still two or three people out there
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: i think we were just kind of covering it off
0: with hay man yeah mm. yeah for sure so <laughs> hey jared uh we kept you a long time and we appreciate your time so much for coming on the show uh we'd love to have you on again at some point in time and uh yeah man we appreciate you being here with us
2: yeah yeah hey thank you guys for having me on you know i'm always glad to sit down and and talk anytime you guys want to i'm i uh pretty flexible on time even even if different racing's going on i can still find time to to do other things
0: okay yeah sounds good all yeah. right man we appreciate it and uh we'll talk to you down the road buddy
1: oh yeah sounds good thank you guys all no right later. thank you see
0: ya yeah that was awesome yeah that was Jared Bolton. We appreciate him coming on the show, uh, man. Got, you know, one time I'd like to have him on the show and uh, dive into the history of GNCC right. because you know that he's like he's a huge history buff of GNCC and really get into like you know past champions and um, uh, just kind of bench race about that. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, because you know, a lot, you know, we always talk about today's GNCC, but. There's so much history that, you know, and some somebody actually asked us maybe to start doing a re raceable uh, of some g C's. Um, yeah, oh, he, once,
0: w- he would be who we need to have on to do
1: that. Yeah. And um, and stuff. But it, it's gonna take a little bit more time. A little bit more a uh, little bit more um, practice. Practice and time yeah. for that. But so we're gonna get there. We're
0: gonna get there, guys. And we appreciate you guys being on for our first live show. I sorry see a few about the of you. Phone. Yeah, sorry about the phone. I see a few of you are still left here. Um you know not big numbers for this show but you know that's all right. we'll maybe the guys that are we hearing this on the uh the actual podcast cuz we got we're growing on the podcast yeah. man it's really cool to see you know um last last show i think i saw you know 4 to 500 people and that's that's crazy for not even being on um uh race season just yet right.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, it's it's amazing, and we pr- really, really appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, and so stuff yeah, like if that. you're
0: listening to the to the recording version on Spotify, make sure you check out the next live show. We're going to be going live every week. We're going to always keep it on Spotify for those of you that don't aren't able to watch it right. on Facebook or YouTube. Um, and we're going to be having cool stuff, man. Uh, the the um, thanks, uh, Toby. Oh, yeah. If,
1: if, uh, send us a message or something if we need to adjust something.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the the studio will be getting done yeah. here shortly. Uh, those of you that uh, didn't see the p- picture, go check it out. Uh, there's going to be a bear in the studio. A bear. There's a, ba- a bear in the studio. So <laughs> we just got to get some insulation up there because um, Brandon, Brandon gets cold.
1: Listen, I'm freezing right now. I was wondering why These the... These
0: heaters aren't keeping up at all, are they?
1: Well, mine keeps flipping over here. Oh, it's that's, saying
0: it's too warm in here?
1: Yeah, it's... Thermostat's you can kicking. probably see our breaths. My, uh, my toes right now are numb. No, just let <laughs> you guys know that. So, that's why I'm not moving a lot. I'm just, like, kind of staying in one spot, like, look at this guy
0: look at this big muscle bound guy and you'd you'd think he'd be a little bit more self-insulated
1: but i mean i am good and besides my toes you know that's this is why i don't take him hunting with me (laughs) hey that's why i don't go hunting (laughs) (laughs) but yeah
0: we're going to be moving into the studio soon guys we're going to be having more of a uh uh racing themed backdrop so uh we're going to be getting some stuff in the mail uh we're going to try to get uh get a lot of um uh, you know, products that we have uh, as sponsors to to you know have some stuff hanging up, and uh, it's gonna be awesome.
1: Yeah. Hey, be hey. uh post uh post some pictures and tag us in it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate you supporting our sponsors, yeah. and that's the best way to support us, guys. If you want to support us, support support that. Support the guys that support us. Right. So we appreciate that. Real quick,
1: give me top three for four fifteen two fifty.
0: Top three for four fifty. Okay, man, it's crazy because it could be anybody.
1: Yep. Um, I'm going to say. And I'm going to throw this out there. Um, I chose Chase Sexton to win last week on Rocky Mountain. Did you? Yes, I did.
0: Nice, nice. You know what? I'm going to say Chase wins again. Ooh. I'm going to say Chase backs it up, wins again, uh-huh. Cooper comes in second, and
1: AP. Ooh, my gosh. Third. You are crazy. Why? You left Jason Anderson out. I know. The dude know. is the fastest guy on the track I know, right but, now. But
0: he's had problems two so, or three races. So I'm
1: going Jason Anderson. <clears throat> okay. Then I'm going Eli Tomac. Okay. And then I'm going Chase Sexton.
0: Boy, that's you you really went out on a limb with all three of those picks. Hey,
1: sorry. It's just the way it's going. <laughs> Tomac like listen, Tomac is like he's reminding me the year that he won. What's that?
0: Whiskey Throttle. Wh- Whiskey Throttle show. Thank you guys for watching. We yeah. appreciate
1: it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. So, um But Eli is reminding me of the year. That he won the championship, how he was like, kind of just sitting back and getting points and getting through the rounds, and then I think he's he's getting used to that bike. He's going to attack it, I'm telling you.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Toby said or Toby says Sexton, Anderson, Tomac. It's kind of carbon copy of what you said. Uh, Pretty much two fifties. <sighs> Since I already made my <laughs> point, I already made my point that does he uh, sweep the rest of them? That Craig is not going to sweep. Um
1: does he win the rest? Besides the east-west showdown rounds, does he win the rest of the rounds? No. No. I think you I think, think he has
0: one more round of a trouble that he doesn't yeah. win. He he takes the championship easily. Yeah. As long as as long as no injuries. Right. He takes the championship easily, but I think that there's one more round that he has a situation, goes down yeah. on the first turn, maybe gets caught up with a lapper, something, and it doesn't go his way.
1: If if Lawrence and Moseman I think got in a battle, mm-hmm. like a really heated battle, I think Craig catches him in that last race. But you know, like because oh, of yeah, yeah, yeah. slowing down a little bit. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I think he catches him. But I,
0: you know, and that's that's uh, and then you know there's a lot of guys that could play a factor into that. I mean I mean, you know, Moseman, uh um Hunter and um oh shoot who am I th- trying to think of right now? Shimoda. Yeah, Shimoda could. Shemoda, okay, here's my podium. Before we get <laughs> off topic, here's my podium. I'm going to say Craig. I'm going to say Moseman and
1: Hunter. I mean, yeah, it's, easy, it's, it, it's it's hard. Yeah. Shimoda could get up in there, though. Yeah, he could. It, he just... I don't know what's going on with him right now. But, yeah, I, you know, um, the whoops are killing people. The oh, whoops yeah. are just ridiculous. They don't look that big, but I don't know... Uh, they're they're a lot harder than what they make them look. Yeah, and they're a lot bigger than what they look like on it, TV.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so
1: I'm gonna go, of course, of course, Christian Craig first, and then I'm gonna go Hunter Lawrence and who do I Joe third? Who am I going third? I don't want to be. I don't want to say Joe. Who's <laughs> who's another guy? Is there another guy <laughs> that could even be up there? Hmm.
0: Who's the guy that's going to always get whole shots? Oh, Jalik Swole. Jalik got laughed last time, he, last race. He, he just had
1: a concussion.
0: That's what I'm saying. He's, he's, he's not going to.
1: Jalik Swole, third that's, place. At,
0: that that you, I'm going really out out, you really went out on limb there. There you go. You really <laughs> so, okay, guys, make sure that you pick your, get your fantasy picks in this weekend. Yeah. Um, like I said before, if you want to join us on the GNCC Fantasy Trial Run. Right. Message us on Instagram, and we're going to try to get that started. Um, we're going to try to get that. Uh, everybody going.
1: cuss him. Just like if he you, if you screws it up, just cuss him. Send him send them nasty <laughs> DMs. Do hey, whatever you got to do. It could do. be you doing it. Oh what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so w- we will post something, or maybe maybe we'll make a group message of all the guys that have joined in, and um, uh, we'll try to we'll try to keep like the rules. Let let everybody know the rules. rules it's yeah. going to be very similar to Pulp. Yeah. Very similar, not the same, but very similar right. to Pulp.
1: And uh, yeah, we're, we're, like I said, we're going to really try our best to make it to where you have to kind of watch where everybody finishes Yeah, like Pulp does. You know, you're, you're looking at that 18th place guy. Uh, there's, you know gonna be, I mean? there's going to be,
0: there's going to be handicaps do, uh, based on, based on overall points. Um, so that's how we're going to do it. And we're going to do it, I think we're going to do it like moto scores, Yeah, uh, you know, so it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Olympic scoring. Olympic scoring. The <laughs> Olympic scoring system. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Brandon, you got anything
1: else? Uh, no, not much. Um, oh, I do. We do. U.S. Sprint Indoro, Um, just happened the first round last weekend. Yeah. Um, Johnny Gerrard took first. Um, Josh Toth second. And Lane Michael third. Nice. Um, I had a whole list, and I know we're running close on time. But um, that, that looked like – I watched some video of that stuff. Um, it was snowed, so – the first morning, it was cold and snowy, and, and then the second day, was they, the snow kind of went away a little bit, but Did it was still kind of... But um, shout out to Johnny Girard for that, and, yeah. and uh, every time I say his name, I always think of a Ricky Bobby. Uh, <laughs> where is it? Jean
0: Gerard Johnny Girard. Girard. <laughs>
1: I don't know why. I, always,
0: yeah, I yeah. always think of that. Well, hey, all, speaking of uh, uh, races that aren't GNCC, also shout out to Hunter Hart for winning that race down in Florida yeah. this past weekend. Uh, Walker Fowler coming in second. Yeah. I'm not sure who finished third. Dude, but, Hunter's uh, looking good. Hunter's looking good, man. He's looking ready to go. We're going to have to get him on the on the, on the the horn soon to talk Bryce. to him about... Uh, You know his uh,
1: season coming up. Bryson Neal's looking beastie. Bryson Neal looks like Hulk in the gym. He's gonna have to start doing CrossFit or something. If If
0: somehow GNCC turned into like a CrossFit (laughs) competition, it it would be uh, Bryson Neal would probably well.
1: (laughs) Um, Fehan, Devin Fehan. Devin Fehan. He's he's, he's an he's an animal, especially on a bike. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. So, (laughs) yeah, for sure, guys. So, hey. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for watching the show for the first yeah. time. We appreciate it, guys. Um, Brandon, anything else?
1: No, I don't think, man. Uh, it's been awesome. It's been great. And uh, we'll like get I said, this
0: phone figured out. We, we yeah, might go live sometime this week. Try to figure. Uh, I don't, why, know, why that I don't work. know why that wouldn't work either. That's kind of crazy, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out.
1: I mean, it works when you. It, did
0: it work? Did it work? Can you hear Zach Brown can't right now?
1: Yeah. No
0: I don't know. I mean, know can. You can't. Can. I don't know if they can't. Can. The so, so. I, I don't know. Who know. so, he knows? Hey, guys. Uh, thanks to our sponsors. Thanks, Guts Racing, Seal Savers, Sunstar, Chain, Sprockets and Chains. Thank you guys for coming on the show. We appreciate all your support. If you guys want to support us, support our sponsors. Support our sponsors. We appreciate it. And Splitline. Peace. Have a good day.